0: Welcome to Feel Fit, Have Fun. I'm your host, Pippa Peterson, and this podcast is all about how you can flourish by working on the things that make you feel your best and doing the things that bring you pure joy. My definition of fun is fully utilizing now. So let's jump straight on into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of Feel Fit, Have Fun. I'm your host, Pippa Peterson, and I am so grateful for the overwhelming positive feedback I've received from episode one. Honestly, so crazy how many tuned in and reviewed and shared it. I was expecting some initial support, but you guys blew me away. Thank you so, so much. Actually, the best part has been hearing about all the new things you are planning and doing since listening. So you were taking up the most wonderful things from shuffling to Pilates to new careers. And two of you like completely separate unrelated people reached out and said that you were taking up trampolining. I've checked out an article one of you shared with me on it. So cool. Um, Turns out there are so many health benefits to trampolining. So I'm all about that. Plus how fun you're basically jumping for joy. Please feel free to share all your big and small wins as you continue to try new things. I've been really touched by your conversations with me and your willingness to be so open and honest about where you're at. There is so much strength in your vulnerability. If you feel like you're just struggling to keep your head above water right now, that's okay. Trying something new can be really simple and small, like try taking deeper breaths every day and try a new recipe. (laughs) You've got to breathe and you've got to eat. So find joy in the little things. In fact, the little things are often what make the big difference in our lives, right? So regardless of what you're up to, after the response to last week's episode, I feel like we're creating a big community of badass beginners. It's so exciting. So episode two, here we are. And I still feel like an absolute beginner. <laughs> and after all the positive feedback, I can't work out if I feel more confident or more scared now because the first episode went so well. So now I feel like I have a standard or an expectation to meet. So I'm working on detaching myself from those feelings, though, and just speaking from the heart on this one, because today's topic is something I'm really keen to talk about, and it was one of the reasons I wanted to start a podcast in the first place, and that is what the title of this episode is, that happiness is hard work. I'm so keen to discuss this idea, and by the way, it isn't a new idea, but one that I think should be open for discussion more often and break down some assumptions regarding what I believe it takes to feel happy, feel fit, and have fun. Quick story before we jump in. I recently went kayaking and paddleboarding on the Gold Coast with my family. I got a lot of joy out of this. Family, nature, physical activity, that is perfection to me. I have three brothers and one sister, and two of my brothers and my sister hadn't actually tried stand-up paddleboarding before, so it was fun to see them be a beginner at something new. Anyway, we're out on the water, I'm on a stand-up paddleboard, and the wind was, like, Almost blowing my bucket hat off my head, my arms were getting tired as we paddled upstream and I got smoked by the rest of my family who were in kayaks and one of my younger brothers who seemed to have superhuman strength and speed on a stand up paddleboard, They got like way ahead of me. If you follow my Instagram, you'll see a cute family picture of me and my siblings standing on the sandy bank after our adventures and the hat I nearly lost to the wind and the waves. My hubby Bo was lovely and he slowed down to stay behind with me. He was honestly so gracious to even get out on the water. Uh, Bo is a motorsport lover, so prefers engine power over paddling power. (laughs) So here we are getting battered by the elements and I look over at Bo and I say, this is living. (laughs) And without hesitation, Bo says, this is hard work. Straight away, I knew this conversation had to make it into this episode because it pretty much prefaces exactly what I want to talk about. Before we move forward, let's unpack what happiness is. A dictionary definition of happiness is the state of being happy. Happy is defined as feeling or showing pleasure or contentment. It could also mean fortunate or convenient willing to do something, or having a sense of trust and confidence in an arrangement or situation. I believe five things about happiness. Number one, happiness is an individual or personal pursuit. So what I mean by that is each to their own. For example, drinking tea makes me happy and coffee makes my husband happy. <laughs> uh Sorry, coffee lovers, I don't drink coffee. (laughs) Bo wishes I did so we could enjoy it together. I've tried it, but I just can't get into it. (laughs) Number two, happiness is a choice. I want to acknowledge that if you're going through a hard time, that this belief could sound more like salt in the wound rather than sound advice. That's okay, that's normal. Happiness isn't about finding yourself in a horrible situation, clicking your heels together three times and saying, I want to be happy. But if you've picked up on my Wizard of Oz reference here, you'll understand that just as Dorothy had the power to go back to Kansas inside of her all along, you've got the power inside of you to be happy. And like Dorothy, you won't believe someone if they tell you that. You have to learn it for yourself by doing the hard work. Sometimes just making a decision to be happy is the hardest part. You might not be able to control the people around you, your situation or environment, But you can choose to focus on the good things, do the right things, the hard things that will help you on your journey rather than hinder you any further, which leads me to my next belief. Number three, happiness is not paved out for us like a yellow brick road, (laughs) but happiness sure is a journey. Number four, happiness is hard work, as the title says. (laughs) And number five, happiness is worth the hard work. We've all heard the saying, nothing worth having comes easy, right? And so this is true for happiness. Take a moment to visualize this. I've been so excited to do a visualization activity with you guys. And FYI, this one has my dogs, Harvey and Zen in it. So if you're not a dog person, just imagine your significant other, your children, roommate, cat or your favorite plant baby. Someone or something you give love and attention towards. You get the idea. Also, feel free to close your eyes if you're not driving. Okay, picture this. Your alarm goes off at 5 a.m. You open one eye. It's still dark outside, so you frown and hit the snooze button. You stay in bed as long as possible, continually hitting snooze. When you finally get out of bed, it's 7.15 a.m. You wash your face and toss together an outfit that makes you feel okay. You let your dogs out for some belly rubs. They love it. You feed them and put them away again. You have a caffeinated beverage, not coffee for me, (laughs) but you skip breakfast. Then you look at the time. It's 8 a.m. Does this sound exhausting to you or energizing? When I don't nail my morning routine, this scenario is pretty accurate. It's easy to do, but it makes me feel crappy. Now visualize this. Your alarm goes off at 5 a.m. You open both eyes. It's still dark outside, but you force yourself to turn off the alarm and get out of bed. You have a glass of water, brush your teeth and wash your face. You throw on your activewear and start to move your body. First some stretches, then some cardio or resistance training. You take your dogs for a walk around the lake near your residence. They love it and so do you. When you get home, you take some deep breaths drink some more water and do a guided meditation. You read 10 pages of a personal development book, write down three things you're grateful for and your I am declarations. You visualize the day ahead, even down to the tiny details like what you're going to have for dinner. And then you visualize your future, your dream home, your dream vacation, your dream life. You feed the dogs and make a caffeinated beverage. For me, it's a fizz stick. <laughs> you take a cute boomy of it for your Instagram story with a gift showing what day it is. It's Tuesday. You clean the kitchen, then take a long shower. Afterwards, you pop on a podcast or some uplifting music while you continue getting ready for the day. You do your skincare routine, get dressed, do your hair and makeup, look in the mirror, smile at yourself, you look good. <laughs> and you say some posit- positive affirmations. You make a healthy smoothie for breakfast, then you look at the time. It's 8am. Does this sound exhausting to you? Or energising? When I nail it, this is my ultimate morning routine. It's hard to do, but it makes me feel happy. Books like Miracle Morning by Hal Erod, uh which I mentioned him in episode 1, and Atomic Habits by James Clear, have been integral in helping me form a good morning routine and do positive habits most of the time. I'm not perfect, damn it. (laughs) And both these scenarios are as real as they come. In general, do you consider yourself a happy person? My happiness journey has had its ups and downs. But I am generally happy and I consider myself deserving of this happiness because I've put in the hard work. By the way, I use the word generally because I want to crush the assumption that happiness is something we feel or are 100% of the time. It ebbs and flows like any other emotion. The hard work I've put in has been both internal and external. I work hard on myself, but I also work hard on my relationships and creating creating circumstances and environments that promote happiness. I'm a creative person, so I just got really excited when I said creating. (laughs) Um, Throughout my lifetime, I've actually been called out for being so happy all the time, like as a negative thing. I get that there is a level of positivity that is annoying, especially when you're not feeling it yourself. And when I was younger, I would take these comments to heart. And on many occasions, I stopped being so happy all the time. Or you could say I stopped being true to myself and others. I dulled my sparkle because how dare I make someone else feel agitated or less than because of my joy years later and a ton of personal growth and inner work from then to now, I've learned that dulling my sparkle doesn't serve me or anyone. So I strive to be the happiest, most energetic, joyful person in any room. The most important transformation for me was realizing that I wasn't hashtag too blessed to be stressed or granted the gift of happiness at birth by a fairy godmother. (laughs) But I could choose to be those things and speak those things over my life by working on my happiness. I know and understand that I deserve to be happy and show it. And so do you. I think the most valuable lesson I've learned from those negative comments and experiences has been later finding a tribe of people who are attracted to my vibe. I now have a circle of positive companions who love to focus on the work that brings them happiness too. Just the other day, a couple of my girlfriends and I got up really early to go roller skating at a skate park. It was great. We had the place to ourselves and even though it was hard to get up early and it even rained on us, we had such a good time because we'd put in the effort. If you're feeling like you're not inspired, motivated or excited for life, I can highly recommend putting in the time and effort to associate yourself with people who will lift you up and celebrate your times of cheerfulness and celebrate your times of hard work as well. Most relationships aren't perfect. Friendships, marriage, family, for example, will always have their ups and downs, but they can be happy relationships if, to quote some of the dictionary definitions of happy, both parties are willing to work at it and have a sense of trust and uh, confidence in their arrangement or situation. Think about how often you find yourself gravitating towards people who give back as much as you put in. Those are your people. I highly recommend journaling about some of the pinnacle moments you've experienced or are experiencing on your path to personal contentment. Explore some of the challenges you've faced or are currently facing and what hard work you've done or are doing right now to reach a state of being happy. For example, have you been struggling to resist the snooze button and get out of bed when your alarm goes off? If you haven't had this struggle before, like you must be perfect (laughs) because I feel like this is an ongoing struggle. Um, It's very likely that some ways you're working on overcoming this are hard things like avoiding screen time an hour before bed or going to bed earlier or putting your phone across the other side of the room so that you have to get out of bed to turn it off. I've never been willing to do this one. I like keep my phone right beside me. Like, these are not trivi- trivial things at all. Like, these are hard things to do once, once, let alone master as new habits. I'm going to throw another dictionary definition at you um, because at this point, I feel like it's important to understand what hard work means. So the Oxford languages defines hard work as a great deal of effort or endurance. And effort means a vigorous or determined attempt And work means an activity involving mental or physical effort done in order to achieve a purpose or result or a task or tasks that need to be undertaken. A lot of definitions there, but I thought they were all worth putting in. I particularly liked that last definition regarding work. So I've compiled a list of 10 tasks I've undertaken or continue to take that have helped me choose happiness even when I'm feeling down. So the first one is get professional help. Therapy or counseling or hire a life coach In my early 20s, I learned some extremely valuable skills from seeing a counsellor. I wasn't in a good place then, but now, like knowing what I know about counselling, I would be willing to get professional help anytime. It is so beneficial to talk to someone who can give you a toolbox of strategies to help you with whatever you're going through. This particular counsellor taught me the power of meridian tapping. So meridian tapping is a form of counseling intervention and it basically stimulates acupressure points on your body by tapping on these points and focusing on the situations that represent the fear or trauma for you. So as I would tap on um, these pressure points, I would speak a phrase out loud. It actually really helped me. And to this day, I have not forgotten this phrase. And this was really personal to me, but I want to share it with you guys. It goes... Even though I don't measure up, I completely and deeply love and respect, accept, and forgive myself. So this was really helpful for me at the time and still is. And this same counselor taught me about journaling as well, which is extremely beneficial and something I still do today as well and highly recommend it. So I personally got a lot out of counseling. Um, You know, I'm talking like this is like nearly like 13 years ago now and the fact that those tools and strategies are still helping me today says a lot so I definitely recommend that as one of the tasks you can undertake to help with your happiness. Number two I have said it before in my previous episode and I will say it again personal development or personal growth. Reading books, listening to podcasts, attending workshops and under the umbrella of personal growth also falls saying positive affirmations. Loudly. Let the universe know what you want. Positive self-talk and using I am is so powerful. For example, don't say I want to be happy. Say I am happy or take it a step further. I love this affirmation. It goes, I am brimming with energy and overflowing with joy. Like, I'll say that, like, while I've got one eye open, brushing my teeth, just not feeling it. (laughs) I'll still say it. And it's amazing. Like, your brain will believe what you tell it if you do these affirmations consistently and with conviction. Like, sometimes I even just yell them in the car like, (laughs) like a weirdo. But it really does help. Um, Number three, leaving toxic relationships and environments. I'm not going to dive deep into this one. It's an extremely difficult topic to talk about in a short period of time, but it's it's so important to rid yourself of the things that do not serve you and make space for the things that do. This would be a really good one to work through with a professional. Number four. I know all about this one, though, getting up early or having a morning routine. I previously mentioned the two books that helped me with this. Or you might be a night owl and have an evening routine. It's totally personal, but the point is about making time in your day to do the tasks like exercising or journaling that you know are good for your happiness. Number five, speaking of exercise, nothing boosts your mood like moving your body. Wherever you are right now, just wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, take your shoulders, move them up and down, roll them back and forth, turn your head side to side. Like you can even do those things while you're driving Pair, or maybe you're out on a walk. Pick up the pace. <laughs> Pair that with eating well and you'll most likely develop a greater zest for life. I'd love to go into the importance of gut health and happiness as well as the moving, but that's a whole other topic. But, you know, just take five de- five minutes out of your day to Google gut health and happiness or exercise and happiness. And you'll see my point. You'll learn a little bit more about these connections as well. Number six, good sleep. Good sleep is sometimes very hard to achieve, but it's worth getting all those Extra Z's if you want to feel happy. Again, this is a journey and you're going to have seasons where you get less sleep than others, but if you can work on making it a priority regularly, then you'll definitely reap the rewards. Number seven, A career change or even a sea change can play a huge role in our happiness. The change I made starting my social marketing business and going from working full-time to part-time in education has made a massive impact on my happiness. Maybe you'd like to live closer to the beach or closer to your family or further away from your family. The task to change careers or move to new locations is right up there on the scale of things that are hard to do. But again, consider it and do it. It's worth it if it's what is going to bring you joy. Number eight, acknowledging that something is hard. Okay, I hate this perception that happiness is easy. (laughs) I like to say in my head or out loud, this is hard, but I'm going to do it anyway. It works wonders for getting out of bed early. I went through this whole time in my life where like as soon as the alarm went off i just meant this is going to be hard but i'm going to do it anyway you can also feel a sense of control over your life and happiness when you realize that almost everything in life is hard but you get to choose your hard so for example exercising is hard but feeling lethargic is hard and no fun so choose your hard number nine stop comparing your journey to others we lose a lot of happiness when we compare our life to somebody else. Comparison is the thief of joys, guys. We're always seeing like, you know, Instagram versus reality, like you just have to know that what you're seeing is the highlight reels. It's very manufactured and we really don't know what's going on behind closed doors. So if you're looking at someone's social account and it's making you feel crappy instead of happy, Do yourself a favor and unfollow. Follow people you know who are really genuine and authentic and living and enjoying their lives and and in a place that you are working towards or or you feel you relate to and it makes you feel good. Number 10, one way to enjoy your life is to be aware of your privileges and express gratitude daily. You may just think about the things you're grateful for on a day-to-day, but it really helps to write them down So for example, today I've written down that I'm grateful for good food to nourish my body. I'm grateful for several platforms to speak to you guys on, and I'm grateful for opportunities to try new things. Gratitude is something I will talk about a lot, and I am keen to do an episode on in the future as well. So there it is, those 10 tasks. And they aren't magic. (laughs) There's no Wizard of Oz, remember? (laughs) And they don't always work right away or all the time. That's why I have 10 and that's a minimum. I could add so many more. And I'd love to hear what tasks would you add that you know help you with your happiness? I'd love to hear them so I can add more to my toolkit as well. When you're disciplined and consistently choose what is hard over what is easy, undertaking tasks like this certainly work wonders for your mood and for your life. Okay, it's time to wrap up episode two, Happiness is Hard Work. I hope you've enjoyed listening and feel encouraged to choose to do the hard things that will help you live your happiest life. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you had a great time and found a takeaway or two that you can apply to your life. You can connect with me on Instagram at Pippa Peterson. Tag me in your stories. Let me know what you loved about today's episode and how you're feeling fit and having fun. I'd be very excited to hear your feedback and input on what topics you'd like to hear more of in the future. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the fun. And I'd be so grateful if you can leave me a review and take a second to send this podcast to one person who you know would love it. Alright, that's it from me. Over to you. Go work on the things that make you feel fit and have fun today.